Welcome. I am a small, fuzzy, middle-aged woman, unexpectedly named Turl Kronberg. And in the very front of my brain, I have an exceptional little bit that I call the wise turtle. She is the most thoughtful, observant, and compassionate part of me. And this podcast is her platform for speaking to the world. Her aim is to try to understand the patterns of growth in the universe and use those discoveries to help us all uncover the most important, inspiring story of who we are and where we want to go as Earthlings. I hope that you enjoy her musings. Namaste. ever a time of the year where we think about rituals it's probably December the beginning of January not just resolutions but rituals involving the people we care about and giving gifts obviously um, and remembering things from the past all of the of the sort of winter celebrations that we have involve ritual in some way. I mean, that's what a holiday is, right? It's it's a ritualized event or experience that we use to remember things, to do things, to remind us about things that are important to us, right? So I figured I'd do a little discussion about ritual and turning turning the storytelling experience into a ritual. I did this years and years ago, um, one year when I was with my husband and I was working in a daycare center. I had to do something um, on winter solstice. I had to prepare a uh, uh, curriculum for the day and I wanted to do something about winter solstice and so I wrote a little story and that story became sort of uh, a core solstice story that I've kind of gone back to um, in many times of many times since then that was probably about 15 years ago 14 years ago something maybe not that long ago but um, it's it's not a terribly important story and I've I've possibly even shared it on my blog before. Um, I've never read it. Maybe next year I'll read it on my blog if I remember it. Probably also has to find it. Um, but anyway, the, the story involved a ritual and it had to do with storytelling. And in this particular story, uh, it was a little girl who uh, wanted to help people um, bring in the new year, the new you know, the, the sun coming back and sort of bringing life back to the world from the, the, what 
used to be called midwinter. This was, the solstice would have been called midwinter. Um, but in many places it's the beginning of winter and sometimes it's not even either. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, the sun starts coming back more often and it's the new year, basically. You know, it's the, the end of the old and the beginning of the new and the sun starts coming back more often. And there's more daylight and eventually that sort of kicks into gear in spring. So this little girl wanted to help inspire that. And so she brought all of her, her little, her friends and family together to have a little ritual of piling stones. I don't even remember exactly how this was, but it was basically piling stones. And then on the, the top of the stones or something, uh, they put some wishes and everybody made a wish. Um, I think that's what it was anyway, um, on a piece of paper. And then they put it on top of the stones so that they could blow away into the wind. Um, I was envisioning this in a cold sort of Norwegian country where <laughs> it was all very white and covered in snow and there was wind whipping around and bringing these little pieces of paper all over the countryside. That was my little vision of that story. Um, but anyway, the idea was to, to use storytelling as a ritualistic um, process for starting something new. Of, of bringing something new into your life that involves the people you care about. And my speaking up process, which I talk about a lot uh, on this podcast and on my blog and everywhere else, um, is something that we can use that for. And this year for solstice, if you happen to see my blog post or get one in the mail or whatever, I made some little uh, earth, air, fire, water, solstice uh, circles. They were little circles that dangle like a little mobile. Um, and each one of them represented uh, an element of storytelling. So we start with the sun, the, the fire, and then we move to the air, and then we move to the earth, and then we move to, well, water, I guess, although I didn't color it as water. Um, but water is life. Water is, you know, the things that are, that are changing and moving around. Uh, as far as we know, we can't have life without water or certainly not without some kind of fluid anyway. If there was some way to do it, that, uh, some sort of plant or animal thing that could use some other form of liquid, like liquid hydrogen or something. I'm not sure what, but, you know, I suppose that's possible, but it would definitely need to be uh, liquid. So you can call that liquid. We use water for liquid. Um, so anyway, so the, basically the ideas are these are the four elements of storytelling uh, in the way I've broken them down. And they're also the elements of... Uh, the personality that has to do with the way we relate to our closest companions it includes ourself in the future, as well as, you know, other physical individuals in our presence who are close to us and we feel a connection to. So we feel connected to ourselves in the future because, well, that's going to be us, even if it's not us now. Um, and then we feel connected to our friends and family because they are like us in a different way. Um, but there's still that connection there. 
So the personalities, the four personalities uh, that social animals can have um, are this, this sort of four different elements of that we can look at in different ways. Um, you can call them earth, air, fire, and water. You could call them um, fight, 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 flight, freeze, and flow. And then this year I came up with the the terms because I didn't want to put anything negative on my, my solstice card thing. Um, I had to come up with the, the very um, uh, sort of dorky sounding, uh, cliche sounding, um, create, explore, dream, and do. I heard, you know, it's a little cliche, but it works um, as a as a good mnemonic, I guess. And um, I wanted to do a little ritual with you of making that into a practice of something that you can do, you know, not necessarily just in December for whatever holiday you choose, but for any day. You could do it anytime during any day because that's what that's what practice is. That's what meditation is. That's what um, any kind of sort of goal you have of increasing your ability to do something. Um, you practice at it. You try it when it's not important to do. And then when it is important to do, it's, you know, you have that already. You have the... Um, the habit of already being able to do it so you could do it far more instantaneously um, not 100 percent. it doesn't always work but the more you do something the more you're ready to do it when it really needs to be done so getting into this as a practice uh, as a sort of meditative um, process of inquiry with yourself um, and you can do it with other people too that involves you telling your story. So I'm going to go through these four really quickly, hopefully, <laughs> and um, and then let you explore it, and try it out, and create something new. Okay, so create, explore, dream, and do. Create is the fire. This is the sun. This is the the creative process of expressing yourself. It's basically you taking something that's happened to you, an experience that you've had, a feeling, uh, a, you know, a physical experience, any sort of sensory experience, any kind of, you know, something that has gone on inside you that you're reacting to and you want to share it in whatever form you want to share it, ideally. You could put it into a story because we humans are are communicate communicating beings, and that's one of the the most special things about humans is that we do have this ability to to speak, to have a language, to share knowledge and ideas and stories. So, whenever possible, that's you know a great way to express yourself, and you can do that in any medium any multimedia from physically speaking or drawing a picture or writing something down or putting it into a piece of music, anything, 
anything that expresses a story that you have about your life, something that's important to do that to you, something that's that's stirring up something in your in your soul that you just need to get out there. You need to express yourself in some way. And we all have these things. And if you can express it in a story, that's going to be a far, and and again, in a story in any kind of medium, whether it's a sculpture or a, or a opera or any, any sort of expression that you can do. Um, And, or just, you know, literally just saying it, you know, in the most clear and, concise language that you can say it in any form of expression that makes you feel like you're expressing it is great so so don't critique yourself about how you choose to express it just go for it um you know if you want to refine it at some later date and come back to it you know that's fine but just initially just express yourself somehow tell a story about your life whatever you want and share it with someone else. Find someone else who will listen, who will watch, who will hear it. Um, find an audience. And that could just be, you know, put it up on your Twitter account or <laughs> make a podcast. So that's, that's create. That's the sun. That's the fire of the passion of expressing something, putting something out there, you know, just beaming your, your own story out into the universe somehow, whatever way feels comfortable, comfortable for you. And then we come to the explore. And this is the more quiet, retreating, observing, but still kind of participating, not, not totally static, but observing, um, especially observing where you've come from. So looking back at the past, looking to see how you and the people you cared about, uh, especially what you missed, especially what wasn't there, what was lost or what never happened, what you needed but wasn't there, wasn't offered to you, or again, maybe just you're talking about someone else you care about who didn't get something that they needed, they lost something. You know, some sort of, not totally sad necessarily, but, you know, just an awareness of where you've come from and how you and your companions... um, didn't quite get everything right. Didn't quite get everything that was needed for what you expected. Um, And so this is more of a knowing what worked and what didn't work kind of observation. This is a bit more scientific, um, a bit more analytical, um, but it's still very an emotional, an emotional state. So this can be very sad. It doesn't have to be. Uh, but it can be. Um, and this is more retreating into yourself. So this is the navel gazing part, I guess I would say, um, the much more meditative, but you're meditating on something that happened to you and just allowing the, the real experiences 
to be felt, you know, not, not pushing it away, not avoiding it, um, the experience inside yourself. Um, you are retreating from the outside world. This is not you sharing your story with anyone else. This is you learning about your own story. Um, so once you've expressed your story, then you can reflect on it. You can reflect on how it made you feel and how it impacted others. Um, and often in a negative way. It doesn't have to be, though. But just reflecting on, you know, your past and you, and how your relationships with others went. You know, where did they succeed? Where did they fail? That kind of analysis. And that's the air. That's the sort of, you just kind of, like they say in, in a lot of uh, meditation things, you're just sort of letting things kind of float in and, in and out of your, of your mind. Um, you're not attaching to them in necessarily any way. If there is emotion that comes up, you know, you just let it sit there and then let it float away like clouds. So that's the air part. Um, and that is the explore. So you're exploring, but you're exploring your inner experience and your past and your own story as you were reacting to it and has, how it makes you feel. And that's when, once you've done that, the next stage is to dream. And this is the earth. This is imagining what could be. Imagining what you really want. What makes you who you are. So you've looked at where you came from. And now you can look at where you're going. Where you'd like to go. Based on where you came from and what didn't work before or what you didn't get before, or what the people you cared about lost, or what you lost. Some sort of experience that you had that wasn't perfect in any way, or really was bad, or was just a little bad, or whatever. And now you look at how you would like to change in the future, how you would like to have a different experience, honoring your past, using your past as a as a starting point to guide you to where your future you want to be. So this is a positive thing. You've gone from the, from the negative, the loss, to now what do I want to do? What would be not necessarily the perfect thing to do in the future, but, you know, what would be something that you would really like to do that would make you feel more positive about life? And especially relating to your uh, companions and your, you know, interactions with them, whether they're, whether they're still around or not. Um, I mean, maybe you lost someone because they passed away and you want to honor something that you found valuable about their life. That's something that they helped you with. Uh, and you can honor that in some way by helping someone else in a similar way or writing a story about them or, you know, naming a building after them or something, you know, making a piece of art after them. But this is something that you're dreaming about doing that you want to use um, what you've learned about your past in a more beautiful way, taking the past and creating a new future, um, making a vision now, these are your dreams. This is dreaming of a better earth. This is the earth 
sort of preparing itself for all the life that's going to be coming in the future on it. I guess that's a way to, I don't, I'm just going with it here. I'm not really sure what the earth part means. Um, I only just recently realized that I'm an earth personality in this part and it didn't make much sense to me, but okay. <laughs> so I'm still working on that one, or what that means. But yeah, it's, it's sort of the, it's the groundwork, literally. It's literally the ground getting prepared for all of the life that's going to be happening on the earth. So once you've done your dreaming, once you've got your vision ready inside your head, then you can start going out there, looking out into the reality outside and reconnecting with the rest of the world. You've taken this sort of meditative time, you know, to, to explore and then dream. And now you're going to go back out there and instead of telling your story of what happened, you want to tell everybody your story of what you want to do now. So you're focused on the future now and what you actually want to do. And you're going to tell everyone what you need or what you think you need and what you want to do and ask them for help. And you can ask anyone for help, any kind of thing that you see. This is the time to look out into your immediate environment um, and see what's possible. See what what's there that you can use person place or thing that you can use to help you achieve something awesome and this is the do this is the this is the life this is the water this is the flow of your life and this is possibly the one of those challenging parts of telling your story but this is also the most amazing part of telling your story because it's the part where you actually do something awesome. Whether it's something little or something big, this is this thing that you dreamed about doing and then you're going to go make it happen in some way. Now, of course, the best laid plans, <laughs> you know, it, your dream isn't going to happen exactly the way you dreamed it. So be open to that. Don't, don't demand exactly what you wanted because you're just going to be disappointed. So be open. That's what the flow is. The flow is about using, combining your dreams with the real world. And so there's, there's a, there's sort of a middle point in there where you can, you can work with it. You know, like if you jump into a flowing, rushing river, you know, it's going to take you where it wants to take you for the most part. But if you, paddle or swim or however you're navigating around in this river um, in a certain direction that's working with the current, then you can get somewhere even faster. Um, you, you will still get downstream probably, but you'll get to, you know, a, a particular point downstream that you'd really like to get to. So working with reality, this is the do. And like I said, it's, it's the most challenging part of telling your story because it requires being open-minded but also you know determined and directed and knowing what you'd really like to do and having a an open enough mind to do it in whatever way the universe is going to allow you to do it so this is sort of the opportunity this is where luck comes in 
So you look out in your immediate environment at any point, any point in your life, you can look out at what's around you. It can You can say, all right, the thing that I would really like to do, this dream I have is this. Is there anything in my environment that will help me do that right now? What can I do? Even if it's a tiny little step closer, you know, from maybe some writing something down in a notebook or drawing a little picture or talking to someone or fixing something that you could use that might be more helpful. Anything, anything in your environment. And your environment is probably pretty full of stuff. You know, you might have to look around a corner or open something up or make a phone call or write a letter, write an email. But in your immediate environment, I bet there are just an infinite number of opportunities that could get you closer to your dream. And you just need to pick one of them and go for it. Start working on it. And then you can even stop at any point, you know, finish up some, do some little task that's helpful, make some step, and then you can go do something else that, you know, you, you, it's not your dream. You know, go, go take out the trash or something <laughs> and then come back. And then when you come back, the next time you come back, you will have done another step closer towards your dream. And then again, you can have a moment and look around and decide what is something in my environment that could really help me do something that would get me closer to my dream and then go do that again. And you know, it's not always going to be successful, but as long as you keep doing this, as long as this becomes a ritual, then it'll work. Then you will get closer and closer and you might find totally new dreams in your path. Because you're going to revise your dreams because you're going to keep having new stories. You're going to keep having experiences that will inspire you to be both angry and sad and scared and joyful and excited and inspired. And so each one of those will add to your dreams and change your dreams and tweak them around. Um, but once you get into this practice of doing this, of for sharing your immediate story and then exploring how that story affected you and what was lost and what didn't happen quite right and then going in and dreaming about having something happen that, that is really awesome that would honor your history or your losses and then finally moving back into the do stage, the flow stage, where you look around your immediate environment right here, right now, and pick something there that could help you get to your dreams. And then do it again. Go through this ritual, you know, whenever you need to. Once you get stuck in one, one area, you could go back or you could go forward if you really want, or you could stay where you are and try harder, whatever you want to do. The ritual isn't, it's not supposed to be rigid. It's supposed to be your life. <laughs> and life is not a rigid thing. Life is a growing thing. Life is a changing thing. So let your rituals be growing and changing, but just keep focusing on 
doing something that's both expressing yourself and then sort of understanding yourself better and then expressing yourself and then understanding yourself. And if you get into this practice as often as you can, you'll be able to do it when it really matters. So when something really affects you and you want to tell a big story and you want to do something big and you want to dream something big and you want to understand something big, then this will really be helpful, I think. I mean, if you find other practices that are helpful or more helpful, then do those. This is just one that I've come up with that I think is really interesting. And it's based on, you know, the sort of physics and of relationships and interactions and the sort of patterns of growth. So that's why I really like it. But whatever rituals help you feel better about yourself and give you more inspiration and energy to understand the world and to create things and explore and dream and do in whatever form you like, whatever works for you, then go for it. But do try to practice something. Give yourself some rituals. And not just in December. <laughs> but it's December now, so try it. It's not going to be December very long. Maybe you're listening to this in January. So try doing it in January. Okay, I'm going to leave you with that. If you want to contact me, my email is thewiseturtle at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-W-I-S-E-T-U-R-T-L-E at G-M-A-I-L dot com. And you can find me on Reddit uh, with the username Turl, T-U-R-I-L, which is my name. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you. And if you and if you want to find more podcasts um, and you aren't already subscribed, um, you can do a search for podcasts under Turl. T-U-R-I-L. It's officially called The Wise Turtle Speaks, but I don't think somehow that got listed in the podcast directory sort of thing. So you do have to search for my real name, Turl, T-U-R-I-L. And you can subscribe to this or you can just subscribe to my blog at turl.org, T-U-R-I-L dot O-R-G. Um, and there's a little subscribey option there too, or a bunch of different subscribe options there. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this. I hope your holidays, your winter, your new year are all happening in a, a delightful and crazy and wild and comfortable and loving way. And I'll leave you with that. Namaste.